Welcome back to the Daily Thunder podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Woods. I'm here with Spencer and Brandon. Tonight was game one of Salt Lake City Summer League, and we're going to uh, get a little reaction to it. Boys, uh, let's start with you, Spencer. Just your first takeaway, your big takeaway of the night. Man, um, chat looks great, defensively at least. Um, that was, you know, that's the thing all weekend. I've been looking forward to, to watching this game and just seeing how chat looked. Um, the first quarter was, was rough. Uh, I would say on both ends was, was pretty rough, but after that, he kind of settled in, got his legs back a little bit. Um, I'm assuming he has not played much five on five in the lead up to this. Um, but that would be interesting. I would be interested to learn if he'd gotten any prep, um, or had, you know, opportunities to kind of play himself into shape and, with five on five runs or not, but, uh, yeah, overall I thought it was, it was good. Um, Trey man looks great. Um, Jay Dowd of course was, I mean, he looked like a top 50 player who just plays summer league for fun. Should look, um, <laughs> you know, that those were the main takeaways. Brandon, I, uh, the non Michic division, what was your main takeaway of the night? I know he was sitting courtside. <laughs> uh yeah i mean yeah it's hard not to just open up talking about chet's return four blocks uh and i think he had at least one or two more that weren't i know for sure he had at least one more that wasn't credited uh yeah he looked a little hesitant that opening quarter but man that second second quarter he dominated had 10 points uh he his handle looked really really tight uh, looked a little gassed at different points, but he looks ready. Like, I mean, this had to be a huge, you know, kind of sigh of relief, I think, for Thunder fans watching Chet tonight. There's there's a lot to talk about. Obviously, Mitic, uh being at the game. Uh, but, but a very good return, I'd say, for Chet. Even if it wasn't perfect, it's funny. It felt like he didn't have that great a game, and he still ended up with 15-9-4. and four. The uh, the last block of the night was uh, quite the exclamation point. Like he came from uh, what looked like close to the weak side three point line. Like he he came a a good ways across the basket. Um, I, he even I mean it was apparent last summer league, but just his awareness and how he's able to time up when to help and. Um, so impressed. So I, yeah, I echo all of that about Chet. He, he definitely did look like gas pretty quickly. Um, I think that was to be expected, but, um, hopefully he plays enough games, uh, between here and in Las Vegas, where we get to see him look a bit more, uh, in game shape than, than tonight. But, uh, I was, just I was pumped. I'll be honest until like the first until probably the second um, like dead ball timeout. I feel like I didn't breathe. I feel like I didn't exhale. Um, just kind of nervous about like kind of nervous pregame, like had had some jitters um, and then uh, very nervous just for him. Like in the same way, like when Durant would come back from a foot thing, like you just want to see him get through a game and not have any anything that gets you worried. And tonight was one of those that even though he looked like he just wasn't totally in game shape and have his legs like uh, he, he looks aggressive and moves well and 
is fast and doing all the things you'd want him to do. Um, what did you what did you see Spencer like offensively that probably want to see more of or or some things that a little, a little bit different? Um, I liked that he was a great, like you mentioned that the aggression and just the toughness, like you're going to get that eat from chat, even if he's a little bit tired. Um, yeah. I think his, his pickup is, you know, Brandon mentioned his handle looked good and I, I think it did, but I think his pickup is, is a little slow right now. Um, and I think that's why you saw him have some turnovers. Like he had a pretty bad one. And then he, I think he got a shot blocked a couple of times on jumpers as well. Um, that, you know, that's going to get better. He's going to get quicker at that. Um, and that's just something he'll have to adjust to as he, you know, keeps playing himself into shape. Um, I was a little bit, you know, it didn't seem like he wanted to shoot the three ball tonight. He only took one. He had a bunch of opportunities. I don't know, five or six at least. Um, and then he was three of six from the line. And the one three that he did take was kind of a line drive. It was right after that that block that he yeah. had that yeah. you mentioned. Um, and it felt like it kind of felt like a moment where, you know, okay, this could be, you know, I mean, the game was over at that point, but it, it felt like a, a potential highlight and something, you know, it would have been cool if he had made that. Um, and he kind of just skimmed it. I mean, it was just a line drive three. Um, so I wonder if he's working through some stuff with the shot right now. Uh, but in general, you know, not too worried about what he looks like in ISO situations on offense because he's not, I don't think he's going to have to do that very often for the Thunder to be successful, at least this upcoming year. So that's definitely something he has time to, to work on. Brandon, what about that Trey man dunk? In all seriousness, I mean, if that was regular season, that's a top dunk of the year candidate. Like, yeah. I'm trying to remember the dunks from last season and there were some really good dunks, but I think it's right up there with every single dunk of the year candidate from last season. Uh, It's one of those. Yeah. It was summer league. It's not going in any official stat, but it was so good that I think it's one that will make its way on highlight reels, even though it's, it's a summer league. It was too good. It's too good. It, it, uh, like it's, it's going to be sports center. Number one. uh, And, it's going on Trey's permanent, you know, NBA highlight reel, regardless of it being summer league. That was nasty. And just from a broader sense, I thought Trey man played a really nice game and we'll, you know, he's got the stakes seem pretty high this summer for Trey man. And that was, I thought about as good of a way as he could have kicked it off. For sure. He was bad last summer league. If you guys remember. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were definitely left a little cold last summer. Yeah, his shooting, he was four of eight from three, had 20 points. Uh, he had seven rebounds, three steals. And yeah, it's summer league. And yeah, it was against the Grizzlies, you know, second and third team. But he ended the regular season with a triple-double and looked really good. So he's got a little bit of momentum going here now. Look, the Thunder have a ton of guards. We could go through them all, but it'll take too long. Uh, uh, and, and I think that every Thunder fan knows that Trey's, you know, position on this team may be, you know, in jeopardy, but if he keeps playing like this, you know, Thunder are going to have some hard decisions. They got some hard decisions anyways, because there's 19 players on this team right now. And every single one of those kind of has some sort of value, like even Oladipo, even though he may 
may not even play the season has some value as an inspiring contract. Uh, Bertans has some value as, you know, a bigger contract you can trade. Uh, Patty Mills, does he play like, you know, does he make the, the team as a locker room guy and, you know, cheap vet that can shoot, you know, there's, there's so many different ways this roster could go. There's, there's probably, uh, you know, five guys buying for, for one or two spots, but if Trey keeps this up, he's, he's going to find some value either with the thunder or, you know, in a trade possibility, whatever it may be, but, but he needs to keep this up. And, and if he does, um, that's good news for Trey. And it's good news for the Thunder either way, whatever they decide to do. It's, it's best if that he's playing well, he needs to, um, you know, put some stuff out there for not just the Thunder to look at, but for other teams as well. If he's playing well, then that's, um, that's a big win for the Thunder, whether they keep him or not. Um, Washington makes so much sense for him, right? They're, you know, there are minutes. There's minutes there. There's there's thunder front office executives there. You know, it that to me is one that I've got circled where, you know, yeah, if you decide you want to keep Victor Oladipo's expiring contract, I think it's nine million, um, and or Patty Mills's contract, uh, which is a little bit less, but keep those as assets to the trade deadline because there's not gonna be any minutes for Trey Man anyway. Like if they're able to get two seconds for him from Washington, I, I think that would be something that uh, would be pretty attractive. What about what about Utah? Speaking of the team they played tonight, yeah, yeah. I mean, fewer minutes there, right? Um, you know, they just drafted Kelsey George. Um, I guess Jordan Clarkson's there. I, it does sound like um, you know maybe Colin Sexton might be available, so maybe they they will have some minutes. But yeah, Trey would make sense there. Um, yeah, fun to watch Trey play well tonight. Um, he was probably the second best player, at least offensively, for the Thunder tonight behind J Dub. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Mean, they, and they, they look at the box score; it's not even close. But yeah, you know. they, and they brought him back late um, when Utah started making a run. What, uh, Brandon? What? What did you think of the uh, overrated chance at the end? Is that something you think Chet's going to hear more of, or is that? Is that just uh, summer league fans being summer? That was kind of, I mean, it was kind of a road game. Yeah, it was basically a road. I mean, it's in Utah. Uh, you know, obviously, you can tell from the crowd it was a it was a pro jazz crowd. Uh, you can certainly look, tell from the broadcast. Yeah, <laughs> Chet just you can see the opposing players like want to try to dunk on Chet because they know that'll put him, you know, on on Sports Center. And I think opposing fans kind of have it out for Chet. There's just something about him. And, and I think it's the hype that he had. Everybody knows that he's, you know, one of the best players at Summer League. Like within Summer League, you know, Wimby, Chet, Scoot, you know, Jada, those are kind of the guys. And he kind of comes with us hype. I, I think, you know, he's going to get some of that. But he... He doesn't care. Like he's just got that attitude. Like, just puts the chip on his shoulder more. Like that is not going to affect him or bother him. If anything, it's just going to make him play that much harder. He's just that kind of dude. I had like they thought he played at Duke or something. I don't know. It seems it seems seems corny to me. Like this dude's playing his first game, coming back from a year off, and like, well, I don't know. Did he? Does Chet deserve that? I guess it, it doesn't. It literally doesn't matter. But it just 
it seemed, uh, you know, it's like I'd expect that treatment for like a Grayson Allen type, you know, and not, I don't know what Chet did to, to piss off those fans, but. Do you think, do you think I, Wimby's going to get any of that in Vegas? Like people just no. wanted, wanting to like he's, zag. I think he's going to get treated like he's the second coming. <laughs> <laughs> like Gen Z Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? No, I think a regular season game, he might get to that. Like, you know, I'll, I'll like Trey Young against the Knicks or something. But, you know, he'll when he goes into a big market like that with a team that, you know, I mean, the Spurs are going to lose a lot of games, so I'm sure he'll catch some heat. Um, Brandon, I think the the other thing I wanted to hit on was um, J-Dub's defense. Um, especially on Abaji, like that seemed to be like a, a matchup early on that was fun to watch both of them kind of follow each other around. But Jalen looked so uh, engaged and aggressive defensively and very confident. Um, even when he didn't come up with steals, like he was um, like, that was the goal. He was very aggressive with um, trying to like use his wingspan to get to get tips. Yeah, he was just kind of overwhelming him. Like, Jada, let's be honest, just looked like he didn't belong in summer league. Uh, I mean, he was just so much better than everybody else out there. Like, he was the plus 19 in only 22 minutes, uh, 21 points in only 22 minutes. Uh, offensively, defensively, he just looked better than everybody out there. I got a text. Are you a minus 19? Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just I was noting that Agbaji was a minus nineteen in thirty minutes. Seventeen right, points yeah. and nineteen shots. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> um I I got a text during the game. Uh Jalen looks like a senior playing JV. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, That's kind of how Josh looked last year. It wasn't quite yeah. as loud. Um because of I mean Jalen hit threes tonight and was just so good defensively. But I mean, Giddy didn't look like he belonged last year at this level either. And if you want to nerd out, go back and look, uh, score was two, two. Um, and Jalen catches a pass, like top of the key three point line. Go look how fast that ball comes out of his hand. His shot looked so fast, um, on catch and shoot. I think it's something that, um, was hoping he would work on, um, because I think there are going to be a lot more catch and shoot opportunities for him going forward. And, uh, like, I, I think, I think it's something that's going to get a lot better. And tonight, like, even if it was just one, it, it was in his hand and immediately like the pass began his shoot shooting motion and, uh, just loved, loved his entire first half. It's really, really strong. Anybody else you guys want to want to highlight? We have to talk about. Well, go ahead, Brandon. Oh, I was just going to say Jalen Williams, J. Will, despite the disrespect from the uh, broadcast, (laughs) ended up with three drawn charges in a summer league game, which is just hilarious. Like he led uh, the NCAA in charges drawn. He led the NBA in his rookie year in charges drawn. Like, you know, he's going to lead your YMCA in charges drawn. Like the dude just does it. Like three in summer league. Is it's just hilarious. Uh so well done, J. Will. 13 rebounds, too, by the way. The uh the uh post from Shea. Have you guys seen have you guys seen this yet? No. Uh, the cheddar? 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got a yeah cheddar um caption on a uh, screenshot of of Chet in the post game. Um also J dub with a <laughs> Instagram story uh thumbs up over Chet during his press conference just says hooray. <laughs> um <laughs> Just we're we're back to 2010 vibes with this team again. Uh, it's very fun. Summer league is fun. I'm glad it's back. Yes, absolutely. it was interesting. Uh, interesting seeing chat alongside a center tonight, right? Yeah, I don't know that we'll see that in the regular, like at least starting games very often next year. I mean, you have to start J Will over over Lou. Um, but you know, maybe if like Lou's hurt or banged up or something, and they they need a fifth starter. I you know maybe Jalen comes in. It'd be interesting. Yeah, Chet still took that, a beating tonight, even though they played him next to a center, though. So I you know if you're trying to mitigate that, I don't know how effective that's going to be. Yeah, I still very much expect the the starting unit to be SGA, Dort, Giddy, Jada, Chet. But it was an interesting wrinkle. I, I honestly think that that Chet played much better as the five than the four. Uh, it just seemed to me like, uh, look, he's going to be a great defender and a great offensive player no matter where you play him. But I still think that his natural position is the five. And this was a very For small sure. sample size. It's summer league and all those things. Um, but it just feels like it's it's it should be the five to me. Yeah. I'm I'm fully in on Chad as, as the long-term five. But just as a, you know, as a different look um, – you know, kind of spare at least in the regular season too. You know, you want to, you need, we need this guy to be healthy in in April and May. Um, and I mean, he just, he's so tough, man. He leans into everything. He stands in there and he just takes it. And I just wonder if he, you know, how well he'll hold up over the course of the full season, at least in this upcoming year, long term. I'm, I'm not really worried about it. I'm I'm less worried about the big bodies he's going up against. I'm more worried about the slippery floors he's playing on. He slipped a couple of times again tonight. He yeah. did. He did. Uh, he falls a lot. Um, yeah, looks like a gazelle out there sometimes, or a baby deer. Um, Spencer, do you have any thoughts on uh, Usman Jang? I thought we saw like a lot of a lot of stuff yeah. that looked a lot of stuff that looked like last year, and I was just I was encouraged by a couple stronger takes to the rim but other than that it looked pretty it looked it looked like uh our guy ooze it looks like uh kind of looked like trey man last year right um where you know the movements look pretty good the physicality looked better and the shots just didn't go in yeah um, so it's one game um i don't know i don't i'm not super worried about his progress um but I am, I don't know, maybe light to medium worried. Uh, we'll see how he finishes out summer league. Um, and, you know, he'll have, I assume he'll play in just about every game in mm -hmm. Utah and Vegas. And as, you know, we've seen this over the last couple of years, the deeper you get into Vegas, the more like rotation players start to kind of drop out. And so hopefully he'll get more responsibility and, you know, can, uh, answer the call, so to speak. Um, but yeah, he went for 11. Uh, he did have three assists, um, four rebounds is not great, but he was playing, he was playing the three, um, had a steal and a block too. I thought defensively he was fine. You know, I was mostly watching chat, but, um, 
I mean, he looks physically, he looks good. Just the shot just didn't go in tonight. I agree. I would say scale of one to 10. Like if we're talking about Trey man, I'm at like a nine, like it's yeah. time. Um, I, I still feel like I'm at like a zero with Jang. Like it just, Oh I, really? I just think they are. I think the runway is very long for a guy that, that big that has shown at least to this point, um, the, the skills that he has, like, I, I just don't think this is the kind of player they're going to like call it on early and not, not to say that it would even be in year two, obviously, but even like, even like next year, I, I just don't think, and I, I know like that at some point this team, like there are going to be guys that are brought onto this team that are going to make it tough for him. But, um, if he like if he were to pop in year five, like I don't I don't think it's necessary, I guess, for him in these first couple of years for this team to be good. Um that like yeah, they can wait on him, is I guess is my point. Um and I think it'll I think it's gonna happen for him. He's just so young and so skilled and that frame, like it's just hard to find like skills on a guy like that, guard skills on a guy that's six ten. Um, so yeah, I, I do think the, like, I'm not really worried at all. Um, obviously I'd love to see the stuff we're all waiting on, you know, sooner than later, Yeah. but, um, but no, I'm not necessarily worried. What about you, Brennan? Yeah, I'm not worried about Jane. He's, he's so young. He's everybody knew he was a raw project when the thunder took him and they're absolutely, Still invested in Jang. The thing about Jang, you can see it on the floor. I mean, the dude is a legitimate 6'10", and he moves so fluidly. Like, you just do not see that very often. And he does have the skill. Like, obviously, his shot didn't fall tonight. He was only one from five from three. The thing that I go back to with Jang is that he shot 35% from three in his G League stint this year. That was on seven attempts per game. Like, I, I believe in the shot with Jang. I really do. Um, he had a rough night tonight offensively. I agree with Spencer. I thought he looked pretty solid defensively. Um, it, we always go back to it with Jang. A lot of it is his confidence, his aggression, and then whether or not his shot falls. He's the guy. He, he's kind of the X factor for this Thunder team in that he's still got such a high upside and high ceiling. You know, you know what you're getting in SGA, J-Dub, Giddy, and Chad, I feel like. You know, it, it seems reasonable to feel like those guys are are the core four guys. And, you know, you, from all NBA, SGA to like the possible ceilings and floors of those other guys. You know what Lou Dorr brings, Isaiah Joe brings, Kenrich Williams brings. Jang is the one guy. I'd even say you, you, Casey Wallace, even though he hasn't played one minute of Look NBA at Brandon. ball. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you throwing your guy in there already. I like it. He's my dude. I like He's it. my dude. Uh, Throw Mitch Mitch? Do we know what, do we know what we're getting from Mitch yet? What about him? So do we know what we're getting from him yet? From Mitch? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Spencer, <laughs> I will send you links. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we know what we're getting from, from Mitch and from Wallace. Uh, you know, I think those are NBA ready players. But Jang, like, his outcome is so, you know, he really could hit. And it could take, you know, the Thunder core 
to an even higher level. And if he, you know, if he doesn't hit, um, he's still got a lot of tools. Uh, I think he can find a role uh, in a rotation. Absolutely. But you don't have to play him a lot this season. He can absolutely get 20 minutes a night this season, or he can play sparingly. The Thunder have so many guys, and they can be so patient with Jang. It's it's a really nice spot to be in with him. I agree. I, yeah, I, I guess I, I think the defense is like the thing that's going to sustain him until until things kick in offensively or the shot starts to fall more consistently. I I think we've yeah. all been pretty impressed with his willingness to defend and his ability to rotate and keep up with smaller guys uh, that are driving. Like, I think those, those are all positives for him. Um, Even as a rookie, those were very impressive to me. I'm interested to see what he looks like in the regular season. Um, Agree that defense is going to carry him. And I agree that like, I do think a shot from three is, is going to come along. Um, I believe in that to at least to a certain extent. I mean, I don't think he's going to shoot like 40% or anything. But, I mean, he was also 0 of 6 from two-point range tonight. Um, you know, so it's not, it's not just about the three ball. Um, I don't know, Ryan, you said something about year five. And, like, I, I agree. Like, you could easily have a great NBA career and, yeah, break out year four, year five. But if it takes that long, like, is he really still on the thunder by that point? I Maybe would guess not. not. Um, and, yeah, and that's going to happen. Like, and frankly, I think that's what's going to happen with Trey Mann. Like, I think he's probably going to get traded or cut either this summer or next summer. And you're probably, he's probably going to have a great year, you know, and end up having a decent NBA career. That's just what happens when you have, when you bring in as many guys as what the Thunder have. And on top of it, you hit on these free agent guys like Isaiah Joe, you know, takes up another rotate uh, roster spot and minutes in the rotation. Um, but yeah, the Thunder should be as patient as possible with Usman Jang because the upside is is super high. Like the upside is him being the starting four on a legit contender in the next two, three, four years. So I think they'll they'll stick with that for as long as that seems feasible. Um, and even and if he even do. if he was even if he tipped out at a at a three and D player. Yeah, because he's six ten. If he can guard down at all, it just seems like he's going to have a spot and would be really valuable, especially to a team like this. Yeah, I mean the passing is is there. Um, he's pretty good at like, I think moving the ball in transition. Uh, he's not a good finisher in transition, uh, which was another issue tonight, uh, at least once that I can remember. You know, he doesn't, he's not a guy that has like a ton of vertical pop. Um, yeah. And so that probably contributes to that. But he's, he's, he's talented enough that I think he will eventually find his, his niche. Um, it's just a matter of whether or not he figures it out in time to be, you know, relevant and productive for a Thunder team that is like, you know, it's, they're taking, they're making progress every single year. Um, and some guys are going to get left behind. And and for Jang, I mean, I don't even think he's gotten to half a season worth of games yet, um, due to injury last year. So yeah, um, it's he. You guys think he'll play in the G League a lot this year? I wouldn't be. I wouldn't say a lot, but I wouldn't be surprised if he spent time there. I mean, you know, we've been doing these exercises, or at least I have, and have been sending it to you guys, where you try to like find up 
figure out minutes for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's 240 minutes in, the, in a game that you can dole out however you want. And, you know, Jang, I've just been giving like an automatic 15, 16 minutes because I, they're, they're not going to just not develop him, even if they're trying to win. Like if Jang's with the Thunder, he's going to get his shot just about every night. But the rotation becomes a lot more, um, what's the word? Not solidified, but just it just makes things a little bit easier to get down to like a solid nine-man rotation if Jang is with the blue for a month or something like that. The Thunder are deep. Yeah. Like really they've, deep. Got a, <laughs> they've got a lot of guys that, you know, deserve NBA minutes or need to develop or both. Um, it's fascinating trying to find minutes for everybody, really. It, it's a great problem to have, especially for a team that's entering year four of a rebuild. Um, uh, you know, I just kind of mentioned, I, I think stars will be SGA, Dort, Giddy, J-Dub, and Chet. But then you look at the bench, you got Michich, you've got uh, Kaysan, you've got Isaiah Joe, you've got Kenrich Williams. You feel like those four are definitely solidified as as top priority bench guys. But then you got Poku, Usman Jang, J-Will. Seems like he would be high in the pecking order. You got Aaron Wiggins. Like, where is he getting minutes? Wiggins. Like, it's... Yeah, Wiggins it's, is crazy because he was like the seventh or eighth guy by the end of last year. Right. Like he, right. he was so one like, of the eight guys that you trusted. And I mean, make a make an 11 man rotation and Wiggins might not be on it. Like it's insane. I'm a, I'm a Wiggins guy too. That's what hurts because it does seem like if they're, he seems like one of the more easily replaceable guys, um, or or just guys that it'll be easy to push push down the the order um but yeah he was he had such a great year last year such a great year well and uh Bertans you know i know that yeah. that was a bad contract but he's still a 610 dude who can shoot 40% from 3 he's and he's play. got yeah, he's gonna play. There will be there will be nights where he plays. There might be a lot of nights where he plays. He'll play less than seventy five percent of nights, mm-hmm. uh, so that his contract isn't guaranteed the following year. Uh, but he will get minutes. I mean, he's an, a proven NBA player. If for some reason the Thunder keep Patty Mills, does he get minutes? I don't think so. I don't think he's going to be kept, and I don't think he'll get minutes. But maybe, who knows? Um, it, it's wild trying to come up with, you know, rotation minutes for everybody. Where they have 19 guys right now. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of the roster crunch is like a roster. Like you need, you need the Baylor from the office to come take care of this, uh, this, this roster crunch. It's legit. There's so many guys they have to like make quick decisions. Well, not quick decisions, but they had to make decisions before the season starts on, on several guys now. I think a lot of things have already been made, right? I mean, I think they have a pretty good idea of what they want to do. Because last year they had... Go ahead, Brandon. No, no, no. You go ahead. It's good. Well, I was going to say, last year they were in a similar situation and they made made that trade with Houston, right? Where, like, they they got got some tail mallet on and uh, Derek Favors and I think Jermichael Green and, you know, they had all these guys that they kind of acquired um, or were second round picks that 
Oh, they thought, oh, the Thunder have a roster crunch. And then they kind of, you know, they got off of them for the most part um, pretty easily with that with that trade. Um, so I, I think we'll see something like that again this year. I was just going to say uh, another funny wrinkle of it is trying to figure out where guys are going to play. Like, what's their position when they do play? Like, what is Poku? Like, is he a three, four, or five? You know, is Bertans, he's 6'10", does he play some center minutes, or is he always a four? Uh, you know, Usman Jang, is he a four, is he a three? Do you play in some small ball five? Uh, Kenrich Williams can play two through – Kenrich plays two through four. Uh, Mitch and Wallace are both naturally point guards, uh, but Wallace could play all the way down to three if you're playing Mitch, Joe, and Wallace together. I think they're – the thing with the Thunder, and we've seen with Dagnall, and I like this a lot, actually. You know, with Donovan and Brooks, we saw a lot of all-bench lineups. The starters play with the starters, bench play with the bench, and obviously there was some staggering. But with Dagnall, for the most part, you never see an all-bench lineup. I really like that because that makes your your lineups more diversified and and puts more lethal lineups, I think, out there at all times. So... You know, I think when we do the rotations, we we look at the backups as a as a one through five, but I think that's all fluid as well. And you know, you could have those guys playing all over the place, and some of those guys will be playing with the starters a lot of the times too. And Kenrich, I mean, some of his best minutes last year were at the five. So yeah, I mean, it's another it's another option. Um, but again, I think a lot of that was out of necessity, but um, it definitely unlocked something. Yeah, this is kind of what the Thunder want to do. They want to play positionless. They want everybody to be able to handle, play, make, shoot, dribble, pass, all those things. It's kind of coming coming all together. And, you know, there's still a few pieces where they, they want to do other things. Uh, you know, I know everybody wants another big, and, and I think the Thunder will get another big down the road. That'll add another wrinkle. But I think that Sam Presti's kind of, um, what he's been building towards, you're, you're going to see more of that this season, adding Chet, Wallace, and Michich. Everybody's going to handle the ball, it seems like, at all times. And everybody's going to be able to play, make, and, and assist. It's, it's going to be some some fun basketball, I think, to watch. It, it does seem like the ones that can't do all those things will be, like, few and far between, and there'll be people like Bertans who... Uh, will just benefit from what else is happening on the floor instead of have to make a ton yeah. of decisions. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited, and we've definitely strayed away from the the game tonight. But like, you can see a lot of you, you can see a lot of what they're trying to do, even with uh, even with these guys. A lot of them, I mean, a few of them are rotation guys. A couple of them are starters, but uh, you can definitely see the intent, and it's fun to watch. Like even this version of the thunder, like still play the same way. Like it's not a detour from what they're after. Like they're everything is everything top to bottom organizationally is preaching the same stuff, which is fun. Uh, I thought it was cool to see, uh, see new, like new blood on the coaching staff. Like I love how they rotate these, these guys that lead this summer league team. Um, I think it's great. Uh, did you guys see uh, Kaysan and Keontae on the like in the courtside seats, like right of the bench, like closer? To I didn't the notice that. Um, 
you'll see him you'll see him uh in in the Trey Man dunk video. They like Keontae's literally two feet on the court uh <laughs> after the after the dunk. It's real it's great. Uh but yeah, they were they were there like sitting courtside closer closer to uh midcourt uh during the game. It was it was good to see them. And I would think I would think we probably won't see Case on until uh till Vegas, right guys? Like the yeah has to be finalized and that's probably not gonna happen until like the sixth, I would think. Uh Thursday is when it'll happen. Okay. Yeah. That's also by the way, that's also when the trade with Denver with the 2029 first round pick will be finalized. And so we should get the protection that day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, my, my, my prediction is protected one through five. Cause that's what the other Denver pick was. Time. Yeah. Sounds out. great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> big, big green check mark next to that, Brandon. <laughs> all that. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I told you we'd, do about 30 minutes. That's kind of where we're at more or less. Um, Oklahoma city is, uh, back on the court on Wednesday, uh, at seven Eastern that's six central and five, uh, 5 PM where they're playing. Uh, I think I have that yeah. right. Um, no, the, uh, they play the Grizzlies, uh, the Grizzlies won tonight. Uh, <laughs> is Kenny Lofton playing. Yeah, I he played tonight. He played tonight, so we may get may get a little rematch. Uh, Kenny Lofton, Burley boy, I, that dude's a big guy. Um, Chess not going to play both of those games, I would think. So you, think, you think he plays one of the next? Yeah, the, I don't think he'll play year. the back to back. I don't think J Dub will. Either. I also didn't think he played this many. I didn't think he played this many minutes tonight. And there's yeah. a couple times I was like, "Oh, his night's done." He came <laughs> yeah. back in. <laughs> yeah, he had to come would, save the game in crunch time. Him and Trey. I wouldn't mind yeah. seeing him sit against Memphis and play and play on Thursday against Philly. Um, do you th- was, great. was that the last time we see uh, J-Dub? Into do you think he'll do you think he'll play in Vegas too? Maybe one game. I don't think Vegas? he plays Vegas. Maybe, Maybe one. I. His original comment on Summer League was he wanted to play a couple times to see if he could still play in his new haircut. <laughs> so <laughs> I, th- I think he proved he could do that tonight. So maybe we see him one more time. I don't know. <laughs> he's he's too good to be out there. It's fun to see him out there, though. It's just fun to see him play. But, man, he's he is definitely a lap of competition when it comes to Summer League. Yeah, it would be fun if they were going to play like Portland and he could play against Scoot or something. But, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, as it is, he only played 21 minutes tonight. He didn't score in the second half. They kind of shut him down after halftime. So, yeah, I bet he maybe he plays one or two more, but he's he's proved his point. I think. All right, Memphis on uh, on Wednesday. We'll uh, we'll try and get back on here after that one and uh, and discuss. Uh, guys, thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Have a good night, guys.